Welcome to the VR Gaming Podcast. You may have noticed that last month we didn't do a podcast at all, but we were too busy. There weren't many good releases to talk about. So we decided uh, we'll just we'll just kind of cram it all into this January episode. So, uh, yeah, what do you think about that, Alex? Yeah, it was weird because we had nothing. We virtually had nothing to even play or talk about. And now we've got loads to talk about. So it's uh, it's going to be a long one probably today. Yeah, yeah, because all these Game of the Year things yeah, to talk about. Yeah, we've got Game about. of the Year stuff and maybe a few things about next, whatever we've got to look forward to, Game Awards. Plus we've been playing a lot of stuff as well, so. Yeah, so uh, I'll start off. What what I've been playing the most, maybe what Alex has been playing the most too, even though maybe against his will. <laughs> Not my choice. Well, yeah. it's by choice, but. Yeah, yeah, is Valheim in VR. If you don't know, there's a free VR mod where you can play Valheim first person in VR with motion controls. And I did a video back earlier this year, I think. I think this mod came out last year, maybe late last year or something. But well, 2021, I, I think. 2021, yeah. So, Oh, yeah, when, when I say last We're, year, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're in a new year now, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant 2021. So yeah. this keeps getting updated and at this point, this is my most played Steam game of all. And I've been on Steam for 18 years. Uh, I have a, you know over 123 hours in it, and I can't stop playing it. We've beaten most of the bosses. We have one boss left. There was a recent update to Valheim called Mistlands. And so they added a whole new biome, new bosses and enemies. And that's where we are now. I, I can't, I, I'm thinking about this game every day. I'd rather be in this game right now. Rather than recording this podcast, um, okay. At least you're at least no, you're honest. No offense. No offense. Well, that's fine. Fuck you then. I'll do it by myself. <laughs> well, I need I need you in Valheim to help me because uh, okay. A thing about Valheim is like uh, you go in there alone, you're fucking dead. Like we have another guy named Josh that's been helping us, and he's actually Alex's sugar daddy. Yeah, he, he, he gives me armor and new swords that are fully upgraded in exchange for me playing the game yeah. and helping because I don't like I don't like grindy games, I don't like the survival games. I do like Valheim, but I don't I like the exploration and I like the boss battles. But all the grindy shit just constantly having to mine stuff and then like I had a session with you guys and I kept putting my headset down and disappearing because I was just <laughs> bored out of my brains and you guys were just running backwards and forwards. My, yeah. You were like uh, using smelters and making iron and it was just insane, like gardening and stuff. It was just, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was just pretty insane that you can spend that much time doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, if you're not mining metal, you're smelting or you're making charcoal, or you're tending to boars in your little farm. It's, yeah, it's it's a huge grind. So yeah, if you're not into grindy type of games, yeah, you probably don't want to try it. But you can play up to ten people. Up to ten players can play at once. If you're looking for a multiplayer game. Yeah, the more people, the better because you share that grind. Then, um, yeah. And the bosses must be so easy if you've got ten people. I mean, yeah. we've done them with three, and most of them. I mean. The last one we did was pretty tricky, but we did it second try. Mm -hmm. um, but most of them have been relatively easy. Because when you die, you, when you die in this game, you lose your stuff that you had on you. So then you have to like find your way back to your body, get your stuff. So that's the hardest part, really. 
Um, but you don't like lose and have to try it all over again. You can still carry on. You just have to find your body, get your gear, keep fighting until eventually you kill the boss. So it's uh, it can be tough sometimes, and it, it, the game itself can be absolutely brutal with just random stuff happening, and then you end up losing all your shit, and then you're stranded somewhere in the middle of nowhere, and then you've got to try and find your stuff again. And it, yeah, it's not something I would keep playing myself if it weren't for you and Josh playing it. Yeah, and when you die, you're completely naked and you have no, and you're very extremely low health. Like you're gonna need a friend to, a lot of times, help you get back to your body so that you can recover all your items. Um, so a lot of yeah, a lot of times that's what we're doing. We're we're trying to save each other. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, people will know if if you're into survival games, especially. There's not many really good co-op ones actually. Um, I know there's like the forest and stuff, but. A lot of them are quite single player, like Subnautica, mm -hmm. that single player. So the the, the multiplayer co-op side of things is what keeps me playing, because it is just cool hanging around with you guys and then just going on these adventures and stuff. Yeah. And some of the enemies are so cool, like the the trolls are really massive. Mm -hmm. There's these what are the what are the ones that the come abomination? out of the ground? The abominations, yeah, yeah, they just come out of the ground and they're really massive enemies that you really you know you really have to work together to take down sometimes although we're geared up now to the point where you know we can take them out pretty easily but yeah it's, it's a really good game if you like that sort of game but just be prepared for a lot of grinding yeah definitely so what's your next game um did we play i've got walkabout mini golf in here but did we play that this this month oh we played i, I played Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea with you oh yeah we played some some of that together i mean i think we've talked about this before on the on the channel on the podcast but yeah i mean a lot of the people who listen play this game so they already know what it's like but they yeah. do keep bringing out new dlcs and stuff um and it's just the best mini golf game there is out there the physics and everything yeah. it's really well done they've got they've added things as well like whether you've got the faces so you can have customized faces and things so that you can actually see each other in game it's really good i don't know if there's anything more to say on that other than what we said last time but yeah, yeah it's it's a great game to play uh with some friends okay i played uh i think i already talked about this last time but i played brutal doom uh i you know in vr and i did all four episodes and uh all the way through recorded them all they're on my channel main fan on youtube so if you want to watch me get just destroyed in doom because brutal doom makes it harder makes it more insane more intense just blood and guts everywhere and uh, so I, I'm thinking about doing maybe Brutal Doom 2, maybe some other Doom mods, who knows. So, uh, yeah, I'd like to get I'd like to get you destroyed. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to destroy you. <laughs> anyway, uh, which destroy me in which way do you mean? Oh, well, I'm not going to I'm just just let me guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me wonder. OK. Uh, one game we we've played recently, which we didn't even uh, lab. What's it called? Labyrinthine. Yeah, is I say a, labyrinthine, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't. Who knows? Who knows? But it's an it's not a new game. It came out in 2020, but it recently got a VR support, which we didn't even realize. It came out, I think, October time. They had VR support, and we found out, so we picked it up. It's only uh, it was only cheap in the sale, but I think it's cheap anyway. It was like five pounds, and this is kind of another phasmophobia style game, but this time you're going through mazes. So you have to 
go through these mazes and try and find these pieces like the second level for example you've got to find these discs that you've got five discs to find and then as you're doing that you'll find monsters that are trying to kill you but it's the the second level is like a it's like a what are they call conifers like um trees sort of like a hedge maze but they're hedge trees. row yeah yeah mm. So you're walking through and everything looks kind of the same and then you'll come up to an area which is like an open area or something slightly different and then there might be a puzzle that you've got to solve which could be something simple like a memory game or trying to... There was one we did with like chemicals where you've got to put the chemicals, mix them in the correct order and there's all these notes trying to give you clues on which order you need to do them in. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not a bad game. It's worth it for the price. I mean, we, we I've had some fun with it, but it does get a bit... Because you, you do get lost, and you can leave these glow sticks as well, so you leave glow sticks behind you to remember where you've been. And the level we we just did, which you haven't done actually yet, Justin, which is where we're in like a sewer maze type of thing, it was so big, and we were playing for so long, but we just quit because we just... We didn't die or anything. We were just tired. It was just, it was just a, a lot. Um, but yeah, there's also a procedural mode where you get certain levels of monsters and then you get XP. And then the more XP you get, you can unlock new levels, new areas. So there's definitely, if you like Phasmophobia, I think it's worth checking out. But it's not, I mean, the thing is, it's not scary, but it kind of is. It, you never get scared, Justin. I know you don't scare, but... There was we me me Josh and um, Ivan were playing it the other day and it definitely had me on edge sometimes and there was like some monsters in there that you really didn't want to get involved with so I I would say some people would definitely get scared in this game but it's not obviously for you nothing scary so especially if you have multiple lives like don't you have like what was it fifteen lives that you share. You've got 10 lives, 10. yeah, but you, you can revive each other as well. So if you die, you can revive them. But if you both, but obviously, if you then die as well, then you're both going to lose lives. So there's that risk-reward type of thing. Yeah, we, me and Josh did actually die on the second level and lose all our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can say it's unlimited lives as well if, that, if you don't like that part of it. Hmm. But, I mean, I think any of these games, you are going to die eventually because that's the whole point. Otherwise, there's no, there's not, you're not going to get scared if you never die in the game. Yeah. But I think it's trying to get that balance, like with Phasmophobia, once you're dead, you're dead. You can't be revived, so you have that type of thing. Whereas that Devourer that we played before, you would just constantly die into the point where it just wasn't scary at, at, at all. But where me and me and uh, Ivan and Josh played it, and Josh just kept dying about four times, and me and Ivan never died. So it is possible in this game to get through it without dying but you obviously need to be careful and try and dodge and avoid these monsters. Okay. Um, so the Falconeer is a game that came out in 2020, but they just added VR support. And I think, what was it? I think I played it through your library. I don't think I bought it. It's only like seven bucks maybe. But yeah. I did the intro and I just was like, nah, not for me. I don't like it. I did not like it at all. All right. Okay. No, I don't really like flying games usually. Um, they're not really my thing, but like this one's in third person, so that makes it even for me even worse. Um, because you're just constantly like shooting at something and then turning 
to find it again, shoot, shoot at it, turn. Uh, it's just not, does never appeal to me. Yeah. I mean, this games like that do get repetitive because like you say, you are ultimately just turn bank, yeah. you know, strafe, shoot. Sometimes you might have a missile attack or something. And it's very similar to that. You, the difference with this one is that you are, you're on like a giant falcon, but you're not first person. So you just see the bird from, from behind. So you control and it it's not got motion control support, it's with a gamepad or a mouse and keyboard. And you're flying this Falcon around, fighting different enemies, and you have little missions to do. The entire game is open world based in like a water world. So there's no there's like little islands and little things that have people have obviously made little towns and stuff that are on stilts in the water. The world's actually quite cool. Um, and the visuals are, are really good, actually. They, I, th I thought they looked pretty impressive in VR. So it's something that I definitely I jump into it every now and then, and I play for you know twenty minutes, and then I move on to something else. I couldn't sit there and play it for hours on end because it, it is really repetitive. One thing I find funny though is obviously that that's repetitive, but then Valheim I, I find incredibly repetitive, and you but you'll spend literally like. Eight hours in a row. But that's first-person that VR with motion controls. Yeah. The Falconeer is a gamepad, and I'm looking at a third-person bird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. It's just yeah. interesting that obviously different games you can you are happy to spend like shit tons of time. I suppose it depends. Because I think you said before about Valheim that you kind of get into the zone with that game where mm -hmm. you just kind of switch off and you're just farming and stuff. Yeah. And I think that's something that I just, for some reason, I really cannot stand. Hmm. Um, I cannot stand just doing the same thing over and over again. There's something about my brain that just switches off and I find it really hard to focus. Hmm. Like when you're working, don't aren't you doing the same task over and over? I am in my job. Yeah. I mean, I've been working for myself for quite a while now, yeah. so I've always tried and switch things up and, you know, do different things. Uh, like I'm doing YouTube, trying to do it full time at the moment. Oh, you so are? I'm trying to, yeah. Wow. I'm giving it a go. I've got a little bit of savings, so I'm giving that a full time try and we'll, we'll see in a few months. Speaking of, go to Virtual Insider on YouTube. That's right. Yeah. And subscribe. Subscribe. Yeah, so and I like that because it's creative. Every video is different. You're doing different things. I hate the editing, though, but um, yeah. everyone hates editing. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it's different every time. and it, I do enjoy it more than, obviously, like a repetitive job where you're just typing or something. Yeah. Um, so I think you're up. Yeah. We've got Lon on the list, but I'm going to skip that this week because I've virtually not played any of it. Oh, so well, I, think... I played a lot of it. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. You talk about it then. Yeah, I played it for over an hour. I recorded it. I'll upload a video pretty soon. Right. Um, what did you think? I went into it because it has mixed reviews like in the 60s on Steam. I went into it thinking it was going to really suck, and I thought it was better than the reviews. Um, like between – okay, this, is, this game is pretty – it's going to remind you of Boneworks – and also uh, going to remind you a little bit of Half-Life Alex. Like, there's a lot of things that they took from Half-Life Alex in this game. Um, like, you get yeah, you get gloves that get charged up and have telekinetic abilities and stuff like that. Right. Um, but like, yeah, it it's it's obviously a very indie game. Yeah. And you know, it's 
I think it's only like three developers. Yeah. But like I found myself wanting to keep playing it. And like, so I, I, if I did a steam review of this, I would, I would say recommend, but like probably only on sale cause it's $30 full price, but it was on sale at the time for 23 99. I might pay that. Um, mm. I, yeah, the AI was, was bad. And like, yeah, NPCs in the world don't talk to you or anything. They're just standing there. And yeah, I was destroying the, the enemies without much trouble. Um, but I, I still, I liked the world and exploring the world more than I think I did like Boneworks or Bone Lab. It felt like a more cohesive world with an actual campaign with a story, whereas those were just, you know, um, yeah, sandboxes. I agree with you there. Yeah. Um, so I actually will keep playing it. Yeah, I'm going to play it. I mean, the developers, because I talked about it on a recent video, um, and I just said that I was wanted to give it a bit more time because it just still, f there's a lot of little niggly things and there's a lot of things that could be improved. Mm -hmm. And I just felt, I don't know if you noticed, but and maybe I'm just being fussy, but when I went to the actual, because you start off, you have this little segment and then you go back to your apartment and then you have to go out of your apartment into that, this um, city kind of environment because mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of based in like a cyberpunk futuristic world. Yeah. And yeah, I had to try and find somewhere to go and I was just walking around and yeah, it, it just felt very, well, it felt very indie. It felt like someone, you know, with three people who mm -hmm. not got much experience made it. Yeah. You could just see the NPCs walking around like this set little path and mm -hmm. as you walk past the TV, a TV thing would come on and then you walk past another TV and the exact same thing would just trigger and start coming on. It just felt like they were trying too hard to do this big kind of futuristic world that's interactive and stuff and they they should have maybe just focused on making a really just kind of more linear thing where you go down a set path and and uh you know because i think later on it does go into that more i mean maybe you can you can shed some light onto that but i think they didn't need to do all this whole thing where you're in an apartment and then you go down into a city and stuff i think if you just focused on making a really cool little story and you're going down through these levels and traveling through a world a bit more like half-life alex i think that would have been a much more uh, interesting game for me personally than them trying to make this bigger world that just feels kind of poor i think that whole city stuff is just the beginning yeah you don't return to it from what I've it just seen so far. it just leaves a bad impression i think it just yeah. leaves a bad first impression because that part just didn't really and that's why I think that maybe they're getting a lot of mixed reviews because mm -hmm. I think it's so important that developers need to make sure that a game has a strong start because within 30 minutes, some people are going to decide whether they like a game or not. And then they'll just, like most of the bad reviews are like 30 minutes. So people yeah. playing the game for 30 minutes, they're thinking, well, this feels a bit shitty. And then they're just leaving a bad review. Whereas if they played more, they might enjoy it more. So... I think it's so important for developers to make sure that those first hour is solid. Yeah. And were you confused as to where to go? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was too. And I, yeah, I was saying in my video, like they need some sort of map or some yeah, sort of, I was, some sort there's of waypoint. No sort of, yeah. There's no icon or anything. They did say where to go, but I kind of, maybe I just didn't hear them. And, and then there was no way to look that information up. So I was kind of wandering around and you have to go into this shop and then down, like into the back of this shop and stuff. Yeah. But a lot of the places, there were a lot of these buildings, but you couldn't go into them. So it wasn't 
I wasn't sure where I could go, where I couldn't go. That's what I mean. It feels, it felt like this fake little thing that I'd made. Mm-hmm. Um, and they tried to make out like it was like a living, breathing city, but they just didn't pull it off. So if they'd have ditched that part completely and just started you off, I mean, maybe after that part, they could have just started the campaign there. I don't know, but I just feel like that part leaves a bad first impression. Yeah. And another bad first impression was sometimes I would get spawned into a level and I was on, like a heap on the floor. I don't, did that happen to you? I was like, my head was on the floor. And I had issues where I was trying to grab the gun with two hands and my, and then the gun would just literally just disappear off. Oh, really? In, and uh, yeah, my arms would just like stretch out. And then I, if I let go of the gun, they'd come back to, together again. And that happened like three or four times to the point where I just stopped trying to two-hand the gun because it was just doing that all the time. I never even tried to two-hand it, so I, I should have tried that. Yeah. I mean, I liked two-hand guns just because it, I find I can aim steadier with my hands together. But... Yeah, sometimes, sometimes some games get that side of things wrong where it's awkward to try and two-hand the the gun in the game, and this one just felt a bit clunky. So I, you, yeah, you, you're probably better off just one-handing it. Yeah, and in this game you have these ammo things that look like cylinders. You stick it into the gun, and then you do have to what's the term? Rack the slide? Is that the term? Pull back so. on the slide? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the gun is nothing. Nothing impressive. Or yeah, anything. the gun didn't. The shooting didn't. From the gun I tried, it didn't feel particularly great. Like I don't like these energy weapons where the the energy is not moving very quickly. Mm-hmm. Because oh, yeah. I find you aim where the enemy is, and by the time it gets there, he's moved a little bit. Yeah. I personally prefer like more like bullets. So where you fire and it's pretty much instant, it hits the enemy. Mm-hmm. So if they're gonna do this energy type weapon, I would prefer them to. It's the same with red matter too. Actually, that was one of the big problems I had with that. You aim, and then it just feels like it takes too long to get to the um, to the enemy. Okay. So with, I'd just prefer it if they just did fast, like a bullet, but just mm-hmm. with a laser. You know, Why does it have to move so slowly? I don't know. Hmm. All right, so the next game we both played, do um, you want to talk about it since I did long? Uh, the Last Clockwinder. Yeah. Yeah, this is... Um, a game that I missed. It came out earlier on this year. I can't remember when it was. I could probably look it up quickly, actually. Um, it was June. So it came out in June. And I did not I did see it, but it, there was something about it that never really interested me. And I never really touched it. For me, it was the price. Oh, was it? It's only £20. So, mind you, that is probably... I think with these puzzle games, a lot of times they can be quite short. And then... You, because this one's a relatively longer game. I've still not finished it yet, and I've put a few hours into it. Um, but the puzzle games, I think with puzzle games, I'm not really personally prepared to pay loads of money for them. I don't know why. I just find I'm not prepared to pay as much as maybe something like Bone Lab or something that's like a first-person shooter. I am preferred to pay a little bit less. What's so 20 never... pounds? 25 bucks? $25, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but the the game itself... Never really appealed to me, but then I kept seeing it getting recommended and things. So I actually decided to contact the developers and ask for a key. And I don't do it often, but I'm glad they did because I actually really enjoy this game. Actually, and the it it's a puzzle game where you have to you do something. So you you move your arm and you kind of record your movement, and then you then have that recording of yourself. So you might have to pick something up and then throw it over somewhere. 
you record that movement and then you go over to another place and you record a clone of yourself grabbing that thing, catching it and then throwing it somewhere else. And that's obviously like the start of it. It starts with this simple kind of picking something up, throwing it, pick it, grabbing it and throwing it over and you're trying to get it to a certain place the other side of the level. And then as you go through, it progresses where you've got like lily pads and you have to you grab the lily pads and kind of uh, bounce it across the level. And you, you have to do things where you, you, you're manufacturing you you have to manufacture seeds and you have to make the seeds and plant them to make more plants and then you have to take the plants and then you have to farm them by putting them into these machines and then grinding them down and then you have to keep doing that to get more seeds and more different types of seeds to open up more different levels so it's it's kind of like a a workstation where you're the only person there and you're having to do all the different jobs like in this factory type of thing so you you kind of make this automation with your own clones where you, you're manufacturing or you're collecting or you're grinding these different materials to progress through the game. But it also has a story where it's telling you the story about this tree. You're inside this, this tree that's in the middle of, I think it's in the middle of the sea or the ocean, and you're trying to save it because it's it was flooded with water and there's, there's a bit of a backstory to it. So it's not just puzzles. There is actually a bit of a story and the visuals I thought were quite good as well. What did you think? This is why you're the virtual insider. This is you. You just said way more about the game than I could possibly say. Um, oh, okay. I played it through your account. I played it for over an hour, and yeah. you know I liked the visuals, but I didn't like the gameplay. Did you and, not? Huh? You didn't like the gameplay. I didn't like it, and I kept having a lot of control issues. And I saw somebody else post about it in the uh, Steam discussions that some of the cranks just like wouldn't work for me. And yeah, they, I've, they said I've, that was an index bug or something. For some reason, the cranks. What I found is the cranks don't look like they work when you're doing it real time. Mm -hmm. But if you record it and then play it back, it does work. It's weird. Huh. Like, so if you grab the crank and then you record it and then you crank it, and the yeah. cranks all going all crazy and don't look right. Yeah. And then you watch the recording back, your actual clone is actually moving the crank properly. Okay. So yeah. that's that's what happened to me, but I've, I've discovered that as long as you record the movement, it's fine. The crank pit thing pissed me off so much that I was just like, F this game, <laughs> basically. Um, yeah, and I... On some of the some instances, I I failed to realize that I needed to have a recording there, like you know the the part where you're you you have all these guys throwing their seed into that one little basket. Well, I didn't I didn't think, and then you know there's a crank there where you have to like keep cranking it to count them as yeah. collected. Well, I just sat there cranking physically. Just oh, <laughs> I just sat there crank 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 crank, and then oh I made a video God. that you know I'll eventually upload. Yeah, where I'm just like fuck all this cranking. Why the fuck do I have to do this? These fucking developers are are out of their fucking minds thinking I'm gonna sit here and crank this fucked up. <laughs> you didn't. Yeah, you can just make a crow. I realized later. Yeah, I, yeah. I watched. I watched the uh, trailer. Yeah, like just I was like, let me look at this trailer again, and then I was like, oh. Yeah, you just make a clone yeah. cranking the, the handle and it'll just permanently crank the handle. So. Yeah. yeah, and then I felt stupid. It's fine. Yeah, um, it, don't, it doesn't really... There it, doesn't is, explain, was, it doesn't explain yeah. very well what you're supposed to do. When I first started, I will, ex I will admit that you have to... I mean, I guess it's a puzzle game, that's the point, but you do have to figure a lot of stuff out. There is like little tape... There's these things where you can... I can't remember what they're called. Like they put them tape in... Tape recorders? It, 
There's tape recorders which play audio messages, but there's these other things you can put in to give you hints as well in certain levels. Because the lily pads thing, that was another one that I didn't have a clue what to do with that. What are the, so I, I collected these little things that I don't know what they're called that you put into the machine to unlock a new area, but I don't know what gives you hints. Oh, you, if you probably didn't get that far then. Oh. There's like these... Do you know when you do the first little area mm -hmm. and then you had to put something in um, I can't even explain what it is. This, but you put well, there's a rectangle thing that you hold in your hand that you stick in the machine that unlocks the next area. Yeah, but the, right, uh, very very early on, there's something that you put inside, like a, it's like a fuse almost, like you put inside this thing. Oh, those. Yeah, yeah. There's some of those in some of the levels, and if you do that, it it shows like a holographic recording. Uh, of a clone doing what you need to do so, just to, to kind of give okay. you a hint so do you have to take those those are cylinders basically do you have to take those back to another area to play them? no no uh, where they'll be they'll be in the area you, you can just put it it's like a hint system uh, which you can choose to use if you're stuck um yeah. but yeah the, the the lily pads one i it was the same thing i i got stuck i didn't know what to do and then for, when i was i was actually making a video about the game and other bunch of other games and when I was watching the trailer back, they were actually using the lily pads. And mm -hmm. I thought, oh. Oh, you had the same experience as me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's what you've got to do with them. Yeah. And then I went back and did it. So, and yeah. You know the first one where, okay, so there are all these places to plant seeds, but you only have three seeds. And there's like a lot more places than that. So at that point, I was like, piss, like well, I only have three seeds. I can't get past this level. And, it, you know, and, and then... Eventually, I realized, oh, I need to go on to further levels to get more seeds and eventually come back here with yeah. those seeds. You can manufacture but seeds. You, you can manufacture seeds? Yeah, they, you have to kind of stick. Yeah, they, you have these prongs that you put together and then you have to. Yeah. So you get a seed, you put mm -hmm. it on a prong, you put another seed on the other end of the prong. And then you've got to throw it across and catch it and put it into this big. I did that massive level. press. I yeah. got to that. And then you can put the. The things that come out of that into something else, and then you have to crank that, and then you get some seeds. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you, there, there is a way of getting seeds for each one, but that's like a separate level that you've got a separate puzzle, kind of for okay. each for each plant. I have another question. So the first level where you're throwing the seeds toward that little basket to count them. Yeah. I again was stupid, and I just kept throwing them and having to delete and re-record my recordings because like, oh, missed that, missed the thing, <laughs> yeah. oh, missed the thing, oh, missed the thing. And I didn't, I didn't make recordings to catch them and put them in the basket. So I was just like playing basketball. Yeah. Like I was doing three pointers over yeah, yeah. and over. <laughs> Until you got it in. Yeah. But there was a sign that said something like, you know, 60 seeds, eight clones. That made me think I, the max I could have was eight, but I don't think no. that's what it meant. I think it's just you have these targets. I think they're like achievements or something where you uh -huh. can, you can if you can manufacture a certain amount within a certain time with a certain amount of clones, you get this little tick that says you've you've yeah. managed to achieve well, this. Here's what I didn't understand: like I ended up having more clones than eight, yeah. but it still gave me that achievement. You know, maybe like, let's say maybe it's I, eight let's say plus I had or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how that worked because sometimes okay. I got it when I was like, well, I'm pretty sure I didn't meet that requirement. Yeah, like some so, of this stuff needed to be explained better. Yeah, it's definitely a game that you have to figure some stuff out. I mean, mm -hmm. I guess, like I say, it is a puzzle game, so I guess that is part of the puzzle, figuring things out. Mm -hmm. But 
I, I liked it. I thought it was. I think it's really well done. I think it's very polished. I didn't really have any bugs or anything. Yeah, well, um, except for the handles. Well, they're they're well, yeah, that's true. Mm. The handles, but like I said, I didn't really see that because I I pretty quickly realized that you don't have to worry about it once. Well, it's aren't recorded. you smart? <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, yeah. So I think it's a really good puzzle game. I mm. actually, well, we'll talk about that in a bit. But I I think it's uh, one of the best games we've had this year personally although not this year last year although we didn't really have that many great native vr games anyway but yeah it's one of the best puzzle games for vr i think personally i think it's and really good it does have a 98 on steam yeah i mean people really like this game i think yeah. it's i think you're being a mardi bum and uh, <laughs> what's that term say it again mardi bum mardi bum mardi bum have you heard of mardi do you know what mardi like, is m-a-r-d-i why? Oh, Mar no, I've never, never heard of this before. It's like if you're a Mardi Mar or a Mardass, that's another English term. Huh. It's like when you're uh, being like grumpy. Sourpuss? Or, yeah, like a sourpuss, yeah. A stick in the mud? Yeah. That's right. the, the English version is Mardi, yeah. Mardi bum. Oh, okay. And you're being a Mardi bum. So right. you, sh you should get back in the game and you should try again. I'll try again. Okay. All right. That won't be my last attempt at the last Clockwinder. Good. Because it's a good game, honestly. I think you would get into it a bit more. Okay. Well, games like Shadowpoint, I got into immediately. Yeah, that is the one. Yeah. Shadowpoint's excellent. Yeah. I mean, that's really good. Yeah. Uh, so, Ultra Wings 2. I, I really liked Ultra Wings, the original. And uh, it took me a while to get Ultra Wings 2 because, um, I don't know, I think the price was putting me yeah. off. But it was on sale. So I, I finally got it. And it's it's a lot like Ultra Wings original, except that it's better graphics and there's there's combat. So you go around shooting other planes and stuff. You know, it's a lot like pilot wings, but you know, first person with motion controls. So you're actually, you know, messing with the instruments on the planes and you know, you're taking off and you're messing with the throttle and whatever the magneto, whatever the hell that is, is that what it's called? And uh the fuel and all that. I like it a lot, but like the interface, like to get to the different jobs and the different levels is the same as it was in the original Ultra Wings. So I felt, I felt like that was kind of dated feeling, but uh, I'll go back into it and play it more. Oh, the original Ultra Wings, I, I, I beat the game. I played every level. I did everything you could do in the game. I like, so look, Ultra Wings, I liked a lot, but then there's the Falconeer where you're flying and I didn't want to play it. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I will I say that Ultra Wings is better than Falconeer. I mean, yeah. being actually in the plane, controlling it, using the motion controls to actually use your, your flight stick. and mm -hmm. It's got helicopters in the new one as well, isn't it? Yeah, I haven't yeah. gotten to play that yet. Yeah, there is a lot more to the second one. I was the same as you. It came out, and I just, I don't know. I just didn't really, like £20, I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to, not that interested in it. And... Uh, and I've actually installed it, but still haven't even played it. So maybe I should just get into it because I did enjoy the first one. Mm -hmm. uh, and the second one does look like it's adding a lot. It just lots of different types of stuff because the first one I did find it was, you had like, what was it? F three or four different challenges. And then you were just kind of repeating them with different planes and stuff. Yeah. Like you've got your rings challenge, the one where you shoot the balloons out of the plane, mm -hmm. the landing and takeoff ones. Whereas this one, they seem to have had a lot of different stuff with combat and helicopters and yeah and out of nowhere there'll be like these ops missions where it'll be like oh the 
the base is being attacked. You need to go take out these planes. And so then you fly off and um, that's when you're doing combat stuff. And yeah. you're not using, you don't have to use a gun in your hand. You're using like a mounted gun on the, on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm definitely, I've got it installed. So I'm definitely going to give it a go soon. I just haven't had time before this podcast, but maybe I'll yeah. talk about it next, next month if I liked it. All right. And then, uh, hubris. Hubris. Yes. This was a game that I was actually looking forward to quite a lot because it's one of the few PC VR only games that's really making use of PC where it's visually very impressive. It's one of the best looking PC VR games you can buy right now. It's very pretty. The game itself is like a sci-fi adventure where you crash land on this alien planet and then there's a lot of climbing, platforming, a bit of combat and it's not as good as I was hoping, but it's still fun and I still enjoyed it. It took me six hours to finish. And I think the main problems with the game, are some of the pacing is a little bit off. There's this scavenging, you have to do this thing where you have to scavenge for stuff. And there's a part, I think they've patched it and proved it now. So it maybe it's better if you play it now rather than when you first, when it first came out. But you have to, you get to this point where you've got these 3D printers and you have to put your gun in the 3D printer to upgrade it. But to progress, you have to find a certain number of different materials. So you've got like different metals and plastics and things. And one of the materials is called cyan, but I didn't really know what it was I was looking for because the symbol is just like a, some water. So I wasn't sure if I needed oil or water and I was looking around, I was trying to find it. I kept going back and forwards in this little area, finding different stuff, putting it in, seeing if that was what I needed. And eventually I found out that it was this cyan. Um, it must have taken me a good 30 plus minutes to get through this little section, just scavenging and, and 3D printing an upgrade for my gun to progress. So, and I know some other people had the same problem. Um, Ian from Eurogamer, he recorded a footage of himself and he had the same issue. And I know the recentered guys, uh, recentered podcast guys, they had the same problem. So I do know that they've done this big patch and I think they've made it easy now to scavenge. But the thing is, I actually contacted the developers because I played it before release and I said to them, you know, I'm, I'm struggling to find this stuff, where is it? And they told me where to find it. So I gave them advance notice that this was a problem personally and they still didn't do anything at launch and then it's taken for everyone else to complain about it for them to finally say, oh, okay, we'll, uh, we'll do something. But it just grinds the progress of the game to a halt. And there was multiple occasions where someone's talking, but they're taking ages to talk and you just stood there doing nothing. I just hate that in VR games for some reason. I'm fine with it in flat, but in VR, I just find myself just, I just want to get on with doing th something. Like uh, Lone Echo 2 was really bad for that, where there were just long yeah. periods of 10 minutes or so. I mean, this game is nowhere near as bad as that. Lone Echo 2 was like 10, 15 minutes of you just doing nothing but listening to people Could talk. Could you at least move around and... You know, oh yeah, you're not trapped or anything. Okay. And yeah, and like I say, I'm probably being impatient because it didn't last that long. But there was one there was one bit towards the end where this guy started talking to me and I was like, I already looked and figured out what I needed to do. And he's talking to me about what I need to do. And I just like, okay, see you. And I just started doing my thing and he's still talking in my ear what I need to do. And then the next part of the dialogue triggered whilst he was talking. So like two dialogues at once and it was it was like I okay. Hate yeah. When that happened. yeah, so they, they, they need to kind of realize that people 
don't want someone to take and it, sometimes they talk so slowly like they have these big gaps between pauses and and the thing is it's a it's a like I say, it's great looking it's got good production values it's very polished i didn't really run into any major problems although i think some other people did where they f they were like falling through the world and stuff but i didn't have any of those issues the main problem i had was the pacing was a little bit off uh like times where I, there was one bit where you're in this loft area which is really beautiful you're up at this top of this loft overlooking the planet and it kind of reminds me of halo a bit like the the visual planet and the, the ships and everything and you can see this massive ship in the background and the ships flying around it's absolutely stunning in, in places and then this guy says well, i'm gonna go off and i'm gonna have a look for to see what's happening you wait here and you're waiting there and you've not really got much to do otherwise you can just make these like drinks things and you're waiting there for what feels like five minutes just basically doing nothing until he comes back and then you have to go with him and help so they're just little little bits like that which are just a little bit too long-winded and they, they, should, they should just try and condense it down so that you're just flowing through the game more um i also found the combat was okay there's no melee combat it's all shooting one thing I didn't realize was because when you upgrade your gun, they have, obviously you can upgrade through these printers. They have your pistol, which is like your energy pistol, but then they have a symbol for a shotgun and then you have a, shim a symbol, a symbol for uh, like an auto gun. And I thought you get different guns, but it turns out you can upgrade your existing gun to be like a shotgun and to be like a uh, an auto gun. So I played through the entire game with a pistol. I didn't realize that you could upgrade and have, and I'm watching people, I'm watching other footage and I've seen other people with these like automatic gun, like pistol gun. I'm thinking, where the hell did they find that? I literally went through someone's playthrough to try and figure out where, what point of the game they got that because I thought I've missed it. And then realized, oh, they upgraded their existing gun to that. So maybe I was being stupid, I don't know. But, but obviously like six hours of just using the same gun and there's no like grenades there's no variety in weapons other than that pistol so there isn't enough variety in the weapons the, the enemies are very similar you've got these you've got about four three or four different enemies you've got these guys who, who will try and shoot run and shoot you and that they're actually quite good to fight they they can sometimes they'll rush you and things and there's some sections which are quite difficult where you have to you'll have quite a few of them coming at you and you have to back off take energy drinks where you like drink by pulling your hand up to your mouth or grabbing some fruit and putting it to your mouth to eat it and yeah it's not it's not an easy game but the, it does get repetitive where they, they needed to add a little bit more variety to the weapons although maybe if i changed you know upgraded my weapons to but but even then i never upgraded my pistol fully and i was scavenging a lot so i think now they have made it easier to scavenge so that you don't need as much materials so that you can upgrade faster as well which is definitely something that the game needed so i think if you tried this game you might enjoy it more with the patches that they've added and and all the stuff and improvements that they've they've made to it i played the demo and it didn't impress me yeah it's like graphics alone that's not enough for me like the biggest thing for me is gameplay and i didn't really like the gameplay and then the the enemies you fight at the end of the demo are a joke Oh yeah, I mean they're like the 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 basic enemies. Uh, it's the humans because they actually shoot you back and you have to take cover and things. I yeah. think I think if you played to that point and you still didn't enjoy it, then probably it's not going to be but for you. Because there's not something later on that's way cooler. 
I thought I heard there's like a racing type of scene or something. Oh, there is a yeah. There's a section where you're in this hover bike, which is really fast actually. I, I'm surprised they put that in uh, because some people might be able to handle it. But you actually have to grab the handles with your virtual controllers hmm. and steer it like a like in uh, what's that game? Well, like in I guess in it Ultra. VR, is it called VR hover bike or something? The game that you're thinking of. No, it's you actually have you 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 grab you take your hands that are in the game and you grab an actual f steering wheel in the game and then you steer by a moving steering hands. wheel. Oh, okay. Like you're actually using that that in in real life. It's really cool, and you can boost and and you've got like sections where there's these alien ships trying to shoot you. You have to boost past them and dodge lasers and stuff. It's really cool that section actually. Uh, yeah, there there are moments that are really cool. And there's lots of there's bits of swimming which I quite liked as well, where you've got mm -hmm. to actually move your hands through the the world like um what's that swimming game we used to play free diver triton down yeah a bit like that not as quite as polished as that but mm -hmm. you can you're moving your hands like breaststroke to move through the and you can move your hands up to swim down and then pull both hands down to swim up and stuff so th there is variety in the the game and i definitely think it's a good game overall but it's just not obviously it's not like game of the, the year material and Maybe what's it? What's it for you? With like forty dollars, is it? I think it's forty. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite pricey for like five six hours. So maybe one on a sale, but I definitely think it's worth. If you if you like the look of the game, I, I definitely think you should try it out. Okay. Uh, what's next? Oh, I uh, unplugged. It was on sale. I think it was pretty cheap because you said you liked unplugged. I thought it was okay. I, I wasn't being very patient with it. Yeah. It wouldn't let me recenter. Okay. Like most games will let me recenter to where I am, but this game just like wouldn't. It wanted me to like play right up against my wall. Right. And I just kind of gave up on it. I just um, did like the intro and I was doing index finger tracking and it was working well, but I was just while playing the game they had me play, I think it was the clash. Should I stay or should I go or something? Yeah. I was just like, this does not, th what I'm doing right now is not fun. This doesn't appeal to me at all. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I played. They've just done an update actually, which is now lets you play with any controller because before it was only mm -hmm. with uh, the index controllers on the PC. It's also available on the Quest with the built-in finger tracking mm -hmm. because it's basically air guitar. It's a rhythm game where you're playing air guitar, so yeah. you you're grabbing a virtual. The, you can see a guitar in the game, and you kind of grab it with your hands, and then you're just strumming with one hand, and then you're moving your fingers. Uh, you know, do you have to move your fingers up and down? I think you do, yeah. And then you, you kind of um, move your fingers up and down. You've got to, like, hold one finger down or two fingers, and, and you have to keep switching different fingers. It's quite tricky at first, actually. I found it quite difficult. But you do get the hang of it. And and the, and like you said, the, the index, I was surprised because I've never been massively impressed with the index finger tracking. Mm -hmm. But it did work a lot better than I expected. majority of time, my fingers were doing what I wanted them to do. So I just felt like when I was playing, this is like me playing rock band over 10 years ago. I'm just not into this anymore. I, yeah. I can't do it. I think that it's definitely not something I can't remember. I've maybe put a couple of hours into it. So it's not something I play for ages. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe, and the thing is, I've said this on there before, but I'm really rhythm gamed out. Like I, I've put, so I put probably like 80 hours into Beat Saber with custom songs. So after that, I've kind of like, you know, I play Pistol Whip for a bit and I'm done. I play, uh, what's that metal one that you play? Ragnarok. Ragnarok. 
yeah, I've played that for a little bit and I'm done. I've not got any really insensitive for me to go back to these games much. And I went back into it because of the update and they've added a bunch of new songs. So I played through some of the new songs and then I'll probably be done with it unless we do another update. So. The other thing for me is I don't like looking down the whole time. Yeah, that is because you you do need to see your hands. So yeah. you can't really look up uh, yeah. unless you've memorized the songs. But I mean, that would take ridiculous amount of time. Yeah. So yeah, you are literally looking down. But I guess when you first play guitar, you're kind of looking down all the time. You 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 do have to focus on the guitar and the strings and where you put your hands and everything. Yeah, I have a guitar that I have never bothered to try to learn how to use. So <laughs> that goes to show you. Just sits there. Why I would not be into unplugged? Yeah, it just sits there. As an electric guitar. Yeah, it's an electric guitar, and it's just I just never want to touch it. It's like, well, I'd rather play a game. It's like an ornament. Yep. Yeah. Um, it was a gift. I didn't buy it myself, so that's oh, part right. of it. Right. Uh, so the next game, I played the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. There's a VR mod. I, it's not free. You have to. I, I don't think it's free now. It's a Riker Riku Parta. He's a, a VR modder, and that's one of his mods. Yeah. So I played the Stanley Parable when it came out. I think it came out like 2013, and I didn't. I didn't. It was like critically acclaimed. I didn't like it that much because you just. It's kind of like you're repeating the same thing over and over. It's kind of like Groundhog Day, and you're just you taste you just take different paths. Like I'll go down this door this time. I'll go down this elevator. I'll go up the, these stairs, and you, you'll get different endings. And there's a narrator the whole time talking. He sounds to me like an American pretending to have an English accent. I don't know if you have insight on that. No, he sounds English. To he's me. English for real English. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's like he's trying to be, sound like Shakespearean, and I guess that to me that sounds fake, but I guess I guess not. Yeah, some people do. I mean, not many people nowadays, but there are some people that have that really pronounced English accent, like a traditional old time kind of mm -hmm. yeah. English accent. Yeah. So I was going through this, and I was like, "This feels like." I, I kept being like, "I remember doing all of this before," and I was about to quit. And then, I, so it started me over again at the very beginning. And then I, all right, I went forward and I was like, oh shit, something changed. There was a door open that said new content. So I went to the new content and there was all this, you know, this, this new stuff going on. It, and it, it went through the scene where it was showing reviews of the, of the original game, glowing reviews from GameSpot and from Destructoid. And then it was like, and now we're going to the Steam reviews. And it, it just kept showing. And it was reading all these negative reviews from Steam about the game while, while you're playing the game. Yeah. And uh, the narrator was getting all pissed off about all the negative reviews. Because <laughs> a lot funny. of the reviews were actually were my criticism while I was playing. I was like, this, this motherfucker talks too much. He needs to <laughs> shut the fuck up. And that's what the reviews were saying. I was like, holy shit. I wonder did if I did a laugh? review. Huh? Did it make you laugh? When yeah. Was... Yeah. And I was like thinking to myself, man, if I did a review back then, they, they could end up putting my review in the game. And I, I was like, <laughs> I was waiting to see my review. Um, so then the, he was like, fine. And he introduces a skip button where you can skip his dialogue. And that's like part of the, that becomes a gag. Right. And then, um, then there, you know, it just keeps progressing and progressing. So now I originally was losing interest and now I'm more interested in going back into it. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, they keep resetting me back at the beginning. And yeah. I mean, it's that's kind of hard that, to do. Yeah. I tried, I tried it in Vorpex a while ago. They're not the deluxe one, the original. 
Mm-hmm. And I kind of have the same thing as you. I read all these reviews and then I played like three or four different versions because when you're walking down, this narrator's kind of saying, and it's kind of telling your story, like narrating what you were doing. So mm-hmm. he's like, and as he came, as he came down the corridor, he saw a door and he went through the door that's directly in front of him. And yeah. then, but then you can choose to either go through the door or just go to the right and go a different route. And you're always so going to want to go to the opposite. Yeah. Cause apparently if you just, if you just do what he says that mm-hmm. like, that's kind of like you just finished the game. Okay. So the, the the trick is to just keep going back and doing different. And then so then like as you go a different way, he'll then changes his narration. And oh, oh, actually he didn't do that. He got yeah. through that door. And it, it is quite funny and it's very self-aware. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was kind of like I did I did a few versions. It was like oh, okay, I get I get what this game is kind of thing. I don't really need to play anymore. But then. In VR, maybe I'd enjoy it more because apparently there's stuff where you actually get teleported into different, actual, completely different video game worlds and stuff. So yeah. I've, heard, I've heard there's some pretty cool stuff in there. Yeah, I, I, yeah, last night I was playing it and I went to a completely different area that's not even in the first game. And uh, it was a large, a large area where they're like trying, where they're like, Stanley Parable 2. All <laughs> right. Then. And, you know, yeah. they're like trying to act like this is the new game we're working on and put it. The joke is it's not fleshed out at all, and it's just, it's, we've added achievements. Right. And then, you know, I don't know. Uh, who knows how much more there is beyond that? Because, you know, they, they sent me back to the beginning, and I was like, all right, I can't. I can't yeah, I think do it's it definitely again. a mileage may vary sort of thing. You're either going to get what it's trying to do and really enjoy it, mm-hmm. or you're going to be like, okay, I get what it's trying to do and just switch it off so yeah. i definitely will try it with the mod um the mod gives I mean, you motion controls i don't know why but the left hand is like a like a glove like a receiver's glove and the right hand is a hand like a, a or a flesh but I'm you not, can't do anything with the motion controls yeah you can use it like a laser pointer oh and there are sometimes there are there are items that you can pick up but like you just oh, right. click on them and then they end up in your hands yeah yeah yeah, the mod, the modder, what's his name, Raki Potter, he, mm-hmm. he's a really good modder. He, he did uh, Outer Wild mod. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the other one? Neon White, Pray for Neon the Gods, White. Trombone Champ. What's the one that? Firewatch, he did Firewatch. Firewatch. Yeah, yeah, and the, 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 you can get them through his Patreon, and you can just pay one fee, and you get access to all his mods. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he does eventually put them for free, like Firewatch is now free, Outer Wild is now free. Uh, or you can also go through like itch.io, like the the neon white ones on there for like four four dollars or something. So I definitely would recommend supporting because he's a really good modder and he he picks really interesting games. I find as well. He don't pick just normal games that most people are looking at. He's all the games he he, he picks are games that I never would have even bothered with, and then I play them and I'm like, oh okay, this is actually really good. Like Outer Wilds, I never had any interest in that Same. until I, until I saw that mod. And it ends up being a really good game. So yeah, it's one of my favorite games of all time now, and I never would have played it without that. Yeah, moment. that's what I mean. So it, it, the stuff he picks is def- definitely gets me interested in the game more than the actual game itself. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the last game I played was What the Bat, and I'll talk about that a little bit more. Why I picked that uh, once we get into this. I guess we're ready now to talk about the game of the year. 
Yeah, let's go through game of the year stuff okay. since it's beginning of the new year. So we have multiple sites that uh, that had a VR award. So there was something called the VR Awards. Um, they nominated Moss Book 2, Veil VR, which I found very fishy. <laughs> if you know anything about Veil VR, because this is a, the developers for this game... They're advertising everywhere. They put a ton of money into their advertising. And this is the only site that nominated Veil VR, which... Well, they nominated it before it was even released. I remember... Okay, well, they had to have been paid. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. The, game, the game was nominated for Game of the Year yeah, before the game was actually out. And then on top of that, I mean, I'm not dissing other people and other YouTubers and stuff, but there are certain YouTubers that have literally been paid... Yeah. to fly to Miami and different places to do like esports stuff for Vale. So this company have clearly got money and uh and what's his name? Thrillseeker is actually working for them and he's done a big video about their game. And it, whenever I see that the reviews and stuff, it feels like from people it's not fake reviews. I think it's just people that have bought into the hype created by these YouTubers. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of almost like a it's like, a, it's like Bone Lab in a way, where Bone Labs, the people who like Bone Lab are just so obsessed with that game. They don't even, they don't even, they'll, they'll play the game for five minutes, like, oh my God, it's the best game ever. Uh, uh, bone Lab, or uh, Bone, and all this. It <laughs> feels kind of like that with this game, where they're like, oh my God, this is the best game. This is, this is revolutionary. And then I watch gameplay. I mean, maybe I should play it before I judge it, but then I watch mm -hmm. gameplay and it just looks like a very generic first person multiplayer shooter that doesn't do anything really special yeah. well, why put so much money behind something that's appears to be so generic they're trying to make it like an esports thing so they're basically i mean i'd love to know where the money's come from this because they're clearly mm -hmm. sinking you know hundreds of thousands of pounds i don't know if it's chinese or european i don't know what it is well they've been to america a lot of the events have been in america like mm -hmm. the two esports events that these youtubers got paid to go on were both in America, different states, but they were both they both got flown over to America, all paid for uh, to do these events. So I'm guessing it's American, but yeah, I mean, it's just guess I'll take the heat. You know, from being an American. Oh well, I mean, there's nothing wrong yeah, with being I'm American. Just, I'm just saying that just that's where it that's where it originates from. Yeah. Anyway, we're we'll probably be, being too negative on it, but yeah. yeah all right, so it's another true. one. The Tale of Anagoro. Have you ever even heard of that? Nope. Another one that probably, I'm just going to assume, was paid. Then Cities VR, we've heard of that. Never played it. Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge. I think you played that. Last Call. But this mm. came out in September of 2021. So that's some loose uh, VR game. I've never VR. even heard of Last Call. What the hell is that? I don't. Maybe they changed the name of the game. And added mm -hmm. last call to the end. I'm not sure. Then Resident Evil 4, which came out October 2021, they nominated that. Wanderer, which you and I both played. That's a legit 2022 nominee. Finger Gun, Garden of the Sea, Zenith the Last City, Lone Echo 2, which came out October 2021. I Expect You to Die 2, which came out August 2021. And then After the Fall, which came out December 2021. So the winner yeah. was Moss Book Two. That's a strange those. list, though. That's a, that is a very strange. strange list. I mean, most a lot of the stuff came out in twenty twenty one, and there's stuff that's completely missing. Like 
no red matter to yeah uh you know there's no uh the last um what oh, that's what's that game we literally just talked about last clockwinder mm-hmm. so uh, yeah the the vr awards considering that's like a specific vr award yeah it's probably like the worst out of all these VR awards we're going to talk about in terms of the nominations and everything. So at least their winner is 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 legit. Yeah, because that's the only. I mean, yeah, I mean, I agree with what they're saying, but it's like the nominations are just bizarre to me. That's right. really weird. So then there's the Game Awards. They nominated Moss Book Two, After the Fall, Red Matter Two, Among Us VR, and Bone Lab. And again, they picked Moss Book Two. Good. And see, look, it, I mean, the Game Awards doesn't even focus on VR, but, you know, they put Red Matter 2 in yeah, there. Yeah, they got, the, they got yeah. the, I mean, they got after the fall, but I think with the Game Awards, I, they do, they come out in December, I think the nominations get announced, Yeah. Uh, you know, like November. So obviously after the fall came out in December 2021, which is why that was on there. I understand that. It's just some of the others in the other ones were like August. I mean, August 2021, how the hell can you class that as a 2022 uh, VR game. I don't know. Well, yeah. So then, Upload VR had a an article where they they kind of mentioned what it seemed like their nominees, which were What the Bat, Among yeah. Us VR, Moss Book Two, Ultra Wings Two, Tentacular, The Last Clockwinder, and Little Cities. And they picked What the Bat for their 2022 Game of the Year. And, and I they, say. What the fuck? Exactly. They and where got, was Red Matter 2 as well? I mean, seriously. Yeah, Red Matter 2 isn't there. Yeah. They didn't, yeah, they didn't even mention it. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, on one of their last podcasts, Ian Hamilton said he played Red Matter 2 and he was bored like immediately. Honestly, Upload VR, I, I mean, they're maybe. Not, they're people, not gamers. They're really not. No, I think they're shit, yeah. if I'm honest. I think they were, <laughs> they were, they, before they had, uh, David Jagano and they had uh, Jamie Feltham. Uh, and, you know, I, I didn't particularly like Jamie's opinions a lot. I like David. But they were the two gamers of Upload VR. And you could tell that they were the, the two people that actually enjoyed playing games. All the other guys, they're just into tech. They're not even into games. So then you've literally got this website dedicated to VR, Upload VR, with no gamers in it. And like, it's just crazy to me that they've they're even talking about games if they're not even interested in them yeah so in their podcast uh i think the guy that runs the site now is is kyle reverend kyle yeah he, he will he's always run it i think yeah, yeah. he he's uh been trying to justify it as like we're trying to appeal to more to casuals to grandmas to little kids but who gives like, a fuck about <laughs> uh, people it's the gamers that we need to get into vr because that's who will buy the games Grandmas are going to buy yeah. Beat Saber. They'll buy, you know, I don't know, some other fucking game. And then they'll never touch it again. You want people actually pl- actively play games all the time to be into VR. And to do that, we need the really good quality games. Yeah. Not not freaking what the bat. Yeah. And Dickheads. the other possibility, maybe they got paid. I don't know. Maybe what the bat's a sponsor. Well, you tell me because you've played what the bat. So is it a game I, of the year? I got it on Steam yesterday because I wanted to be able to actually speak about it. And again, what the fuck? No, it's not game of the year. It's a little kid's game. Yeah. You you have bats for hands and you just hit balls and things. Hit the ball toward a trophy. Yeah. You know, hit. There's 
you know, like a little kid's toy where you put blocks into a, you put a square block into a square shaped hole. Yeah. That's part of the game doing things like that, but doing it with bats as hands. Okay. That's what, it's just a game of little mini games. Each little mini game, you know, could be a few seconds long. You know? So is it like uh, you play Tentacular? Is it kind of like that where the whole the whole thing is you've got these shitty arms that you can't control very well, and then you're just doing trying to do normal stuff with them type of thing? Yeah, but usually you're hitting you're doing things like hitting a ball. So you just, you're the just bat is supposed to hit a ball, you know. Right. But you're just hitting the ball toward things. Right. Um. But yeah, there are lots of puzzles actually. Yeah, where having the bat hands makes it harder to do the thing you're trying to do. So yeah. During the a video I recorded of it, I was I did bring up Tentacular. How long would, did you play I would, it for? I would much rather play Tentacular than what the bat, and I didn't even like Tentacular. Yeah, I played I it for I think I played it for like an hour maybe. Okay, you gave it a, ch- a chance then. Yeah, like you played. Yeah, it's not even in the realm of game of the year discussion. Even in 2016, it wouldn't be in the realm of game of the year discussions. I need to give it a go, but it looks to me like one of those just gimmicky kind of little. It's like like you say, it's a casual game that you can just put your grandma in. And it's like, yeah, you've got bat for hands. Here, hit this thing. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not something that it's something that anyone can jump in and just mm-hmm. play and not have to think about. Yeah, uh, you know, that's fine. But is that game of the year? Is that VR game of the year material? Something that's just basic that most people can play. Is that the criteria for game of the year? Just accessibility? According to Upload VR, it is. Well, the dickheads then. And I I was hoping at least, like, maybe there'll be some adult humor. Maybe there'll be something really weird going on. Nope. Nothing like that. It was, I mean. This is why I hate the quest, because this is the sort of shit that is on the quest. This this kind of game is what the quest has become, almost. And it's Mm -hmm. just, and this is what people looking into VR see and it just it just feels like we're in this phase where VR's becomes it well it, it has become a gimmick it has become gimmicky it's not there's no real solid games apart from the very few which we're going to talk about but there's no there's nothing meaty that proper gamers who are you know spend 50 60 pound on a game when it comes out who have consoles and PCs there's nothing for them right now. It's all for people who are just casual gamers who are going to swing a bat around or do something stupid in VR rather than playing a serious, long, well-made game. Except for VR mods. That's that's what's saving us. Yeah, we'll talk about that yeah. as well. But, I mean, mods are, mods are keeping PC VR games like us alive. And, yeah. in, and Because if, I, if we just waited for native VR games, I would probably use my headset you know, a few hours a year. I mean, that's yeah. how bad it has got. So, yeah. So then, Road to VR. They had it was weird. They had they didn't say a, a, an overall game of the year. They said the PC VR game of the year is the Last Clockwinder. They said the PS VR game of the year is Moss Book Two, and they said the Quest game of the year is Red Matter Two. And what's weird about that is they're right. available all they're, three of those are available on every platform they're available on multiple platforms well ps yeah. i don't think red matter 2 is on red PSVR, matter 2 isn't on psvr and the last Clockwinder isn't on psvr but like that's a weird way of of structuring your... yeah just can you just pick a game i guess they didn't yeah, want to just do your top three like what, what i'm gonna do i mean yeah. i agree with the list of the three those three are in my top three but it's like 
it's like they they wanted to give a reward award to each one of those games, so they just found a way to do it with. This is the PC VR. How can I'm not even okay? I'm just ranting too much. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is dickheads. That, that reminded me, Upload VR. I think they had a PC VR game of the year, and it was Hubris. But then their game of the year was what the bat. So, I mean, isn't that? <laughs> I'm the, not even going to pay attention. I don't even, honestly. I haven't, I haven't been on Upload VR for a long time. I don't even pay yeah. attention to them. I used to listen to their podcast because they had a gaming one. And then they have that tech one, which I never listened to. Mm-hmm. Have you ever listened to the tech one? It's so fucking boring. Yeah, the dude. one with David Heaney and Ian Hamilton. Yeah. Oh my god. All it is, it's just like a full episode of speculation with yeah. odd sprinkle of hardware talk that they've actually tried something. It's... And, and they're very quest focused, which I've never liked. No. I mean, yeah. I, I used to don't. I didn't mind listening to them talk about games because at least they talked about games on that game one. Mm-hmm. Although uh, uh, Jamie. I didn't really agree with a lot of his shit. He seems quite arty, so a yeah. lot of his stuff he likes is he probably he probably would like like what the bat because that's probably something he'd he'd like because of what it's trying to do for casual audiences rather than looking at something like Moss Book Two, which is just an overall great game. But yeah. Anyway, <laughs> all right. <I> keep bitching. <laughs> so then the last one I have here is Steam. Steam, uh, I guess this is just users nominated these. Uh, Bone yeah. Lab, Green Hell VR, Hitman 3, Among Us VR, and Inside the Back Rooms, which I've never ne- heard of. Uh, i never heard of it. Uh, Hitman 3 won, according to Steam. Should I and rant some more? Yeah, rant some yeah. more. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> I mean, again, where is Moss Book 2 and where is Red Matter 2? Yeah. Like, seriously, they're two, those are the two best games of the year. Where, where the, and Hitman 3... I mean, it, I've, I actually played through one of the levels yesterday because I want to. I realised that the, the developers are not going to update it. It's clear that they're just not going to do anything with it. And I do like the game, but the the VR port is just not great. So you kind of, I, I, I played through it, but it's just you're fighting with the controls. Sometimes your hands are all wobbly. I mean, I made a video going into full detail about it, but the. It's not game of the year material, not VR game of material, not all. Not all. Yes, even at twenty bucks, I still haven't wanted to buy it, just based on your your comments about it. Yeah, I mean it's a AAA game in VR, but when you, when you try and do something and your hands just, it's fine if you just walk in. I don't even know if you'd like that game actually because Hitman Hitman the Hitman series is very slow. Like you have mm-hmm. to spend a lot of time just walking, listening to conversations, trying to find little side missions to try and eliminate the target. Yeah, I don't think it's I not, can do that. It's not an action game. If you try and go in guns blazing, you're just going to die. So it's definitely more of a stealth assassination game where you have to have a bit of patience. And even for me, sometimes it's like, okay, I actually want to do something now because you, you kind of just, you have to spend a lot of time waiting for the right opportunity to do something, to take someone out without getting noticed. Uh, I don't think you'd like it. I don't think I've ever even played a Hitman game in my life. Yeah. I I mean, I'll save you to time. I don't think you'd like it. All right. All right, so we're going to get now to our picks. So I have a list here of all the games I played this year. I'm not going to read all these. But uh, I'll talk about the ones that I think are potential Game of the Year winners. So Wanderer, um, that's a really good puzzle game, but it does have some control issues i don't know if they've patched them i played it all the way through i enjoyed it um so that's that's a potential did you not find towards the end it became really slow going like i felt like i'm trying to remember the the first half 
kind of flowed nicely. Like mm-hmm. You'd go to a new area, you'd see something new, you'd be wandering around, you'd have to figure what little thing out, you'd move on to a next little area, you'd go back and forth. But I got to a certain point after about eight hours in the game where it would just... Every... It felt like every step you tried to make forward in the game, mm-hmm. it throws something else at you that you've got to try and figure out to the point where it just came really well, There were some things that I had to look up because I would have never... Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's so complicated as well. You've yeah. got all these different things. Like I, I spoke about this in my video about my games of the year and people criticized me because I were a bit harsh on Wonder and maybe I am because I still enjoyed a chunk of it. But they were saying like, you need to organize your stuff. You need to put all your stuff together in one place and all this. It's like... Well, then that that's not fun for me, having to get all these different things and try and organize them and keep them in. This one guy was saying he'd got some sort of freaking filing system going on so he could mm. keep track of all the objects. So. Well, you've learned that I don't mind organizing. Well, that's true. <laughs> well, if people games. don't know, in, in Valheim, Justin spent hours making all these chests, making signs for the chests, and then labeling the signs so that we knew this chest's got <laughs> fur in it. This one has... Uh, Pheasant. Arrows, yeah, it's like, and then there's honestly, if you saw what he'd created, it's absolutely it's a, insane. A little bit scary. He was he, he was tired of getting wet in the game, so he we had like an outside area. So he literally, how long did that take you? I don't know, but that couldn't have taken that long. It literally mm. made the roof like it's like being inside a, a freaking shopping mall inside <laughs> your house. It, the roof's massive. Yeah, it's it's insane. Anyway, we talked about. It. All right. Uh, so this one is, I think, is a this shouldn't really count, but Compound came out of Early Access this year. I think they should count because if a game comes out of Early Access, that's a full release. And you have, okay. in non-VR world, when you have a game that comes out of Early Access, that's then classed as a new okay. release. Well, under your rules, Compound is my game of the year. Okay. If you don't even have to talk about it anymore. Under my rules, I, don't, I can't count it because I've been playing Compound for so long. Like, I think it came out in 2017. I just don't feel right about making it game of the year. But yeah, under your rules, yes, game of the year. Get compound. Okay. I have um, I have over 40 hours in it, and I love it. And it's it's a it's a retro feeling FPS that is it a it's a roguelite, is it? Yeah, it's a roguelite. Yeah. Um, and there are mutators. There are I don't know like seven different mutators where you can like change the game up so you can do play it in like. My favorite mutator is one um, called like damage amplifier. And what it does is it makes every enemy die with one shot, but you die with one shot too. So it's really high stakes. You're like right. really nervous going everywhere. So I, that's the one I'm always using. Um, Cause I can get through levels so fast when every enemy is a single shot. So like I try to loop the game as many times as I can. And there's four different difficulty, easy, medium, hard, and spicy. And um, they now, now in the 1.0 release, there's a minigun that you can unlock only if you 100% the game, which I haven't even done yet. I'm at 70-something percent. Uh, so I'm going to work toward that. Okay, yeah, so I think if, if you're into retro kind of roguelike shooters, then you have to get that game. Yeah, it's really good. And I think the music is great, and I just love everything about it. Okay, Vox Machina came out this year. I like the game. I'm usually not into mech shooters and stuff. I even didn't mind too much the ship sequences we were oh my walking around. God. I didn't oh mind. Oh, my God. I know. I, what is wrong with you? I, if there was an option to skip it, I don't think I would. They've, a, they've actually put a new option to skip it Yeah, to it skip now, it. Yeah, and I don't think I, I, don't think I would. 
It's some of the worst. Oh my god! I agree. I don't, I don't even talk to you. I like, like to that. suffer sometimes. So that's like some it. of the worst shit I've ever experienced. It was just terrible. You go into yeah. these because you've got the you've got the parts where you're in the mech. Yeah. And you're driving around. That's cool. I like that. Mm -hmm. And then you have these bits in the in between where you're in like a base area and you're on foot. So then you're walking around and you have to talk to these people and have these m most pointless conversations I've ever seen in a video game. Yeah. They don't achieve anything. And they're fetch quests a lot of times. Yeah. It's like, and then you, if you skip, you can't even skip because if you skip, then you don't know what you're looking for. So you've yeah. got to listen to these people talk. Yeah. It's, oh, it's terrible. Absolutely terrible. I My agree. God. I agree. How do you like that? I don't. Uh, okay, there's something with me in games where I like to suffer. Clearly. I don't know why. But like, even if I don't like a game, I will keep playing it just to fucking beat it. Yeah, you um, have got that persistent yeah. nature. Yeah. And like, when I was first playing the game, I didn't know. I know now. Okay, I know now that there's nothing important in, in any of those levels. But no. I didn't know then. I thought maybe there was something important might happen. Or maybe there might be some base battle. Maybe I need to get out a weapon. I didn't know. They ask you. They ask you things like, "What's that first thing?" Where it talks about is asking you all these questions like, "What's your favorite food?" What's <laughs> yeah. It, what's, yeah. What month was you born in? It's like, shut the. F what the fuck is this? <laughs> why? Why am I wasting my time? Yeah. And the 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 the, the NPCs look like shit. They they animate like shit. Like yeah. Sometimes they'll, they'll be moving their arms and the arms will clip inside the body and stuff. It's like, it's really bad. Yeah. Really bad. I guess they just did it to pad out the time because I think if all I did was the mech thing, I think the game wouldn't last very long. That's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I, yeah. I, I, I'm happy just to do the mech thing. I don't need to do that. Okay. I need so, to talk to weird people. Um, no, what's, what's an, am I getting Moss Book 2, obviously? Obviously, that's... Have you just an, do, are we just doing the ones that you highlighted? Do you want to yeah, talk about I'm, a I'm kayak only, game? or? Nah, I don't have, I don't need to talk about the kayak, the armor. Okay. Nah. I will wait till there's an update and then I'll talk about it in yeah. future. Um, Moss Book 2, I did uh, a full gameplay of that, videos. And I think maybe sometimes I think recording a video of my gameplay like detracts from my enjoying of the game because I'm yeah. thinking about that. That's why I don't do it. Yeah. And I'm concentrating on trying to like, let me try to make this you know, somewhat entertaining. Yeah. Say the right thing here. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why I haven't recorded Valheim at all. Cause I just, I mean, I want to be engrossed in that game. We should record it so that people can see what you've made. Yeah. You should just do a tour of yeah. your four, four tips. I'm planning on doing that. Yeah. Um, so we already talked about mouse book two in a previous episode yeah we've, so. we've talked about it so we'll, we'll talk I'll, I'll i'll give a little snippet towards the end when we do our okay. actual game of the year thing. and red, red matter 2 obviously is another nominee um we talked about that recently yeah we well. both beat that mm. then okay a lot of police, places said bone lab but neither of us are gonna are gonna I'm, say bone I, lab. I have to say i'm really really glad that didn't game win game of the year by anybody yeah i honestly thought that maybe it would have won you know like for the game awards or something mm -hmm. just because i know they probably know it's because that the game awards is done by just a bunch of journalists, so they're yeah. probably just going to pick the the you know the the hot thing. And Bone Lab was mo the most recent release, and it's the biggest you know most hyped release. But I mean, I just made a video going into detail about it, and I, I just think it's crap. Yeah, I like agree. the the, the campaign is rubbish. Yeah, it's poorly paced. It's it's just the hate the controls with the climbing and the moving stuff around. I like the gunplay. The melee is pretty good. 
but they don't the 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 enemy AI. Did you watch that video? Oh, you did. Didn't you? Yeah, the oh, enemy yeah, AI. Oh, did you? What you saw? Was, I, I didn't even realize it was that terrible until oh, I watched the your enemy video. AI. It's absolute. Some of the it worst. Just keeps walking into uh, tables. They'll just walk into yeah. tables. They'll fall over and, and kill their themselves. Slam their head on the wall. Yeah. yeah. On the floor. Like if you've got any sort of slope or something, they can't walk up it. It's just the worst AI in any video game I've ever seen. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah, I think the lawn enemy AI. Yeah. Makes Bone Lab look bad. Because the, I think the thing is they're trying to go for this full physics thing where the enemy AI is like this full physics physics entity. So, the, but. I mean, it just doesn't work. They need to re they need to scrap it and redo the AI because it they kind of like waddle about. They don't even animate properly, and they kind of like jerky and robotic, and then they just fall over. There was that. Did you see that scene in the in the clip where I'm in that hallway and there's those guards and they like just constantly falling over? Yeah, yeah. That was literally. I was playing the game and there was about five of them to start with, and they just kept falling over and killing themselves by banging the head. <laughs> I didn't even have to touch them. They were just falling over constantly, standing up, fall over. <laughs> Stand up, fall over. And I was stood there for it. I literally recorded it for like two minutes. I was stood there for and they didn't even try and attack me. Were you laughing? Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I have to include this in the video. So I yeah. included some of that. And I wanted to include the full thing. Because if you watched it for two minutes, it would just, it's just crazy. That That's that's a game that people are like, oh, my God. Bone. It's the best game ever. Yeah. It's shit. Yeah, it is. And another thing I don't like about, I've never liked about Boneworks and Bone Lab that I don't think I've heard people say is that I don't like that most of the levels have this grid pattern everywhere and it just makes me feel like I'm in a sandbox. And then even the enemies, like the null bodies, they're, they're uh, what's the term? That yeah, they've got the polygon. Out. Yeah. You can see like the polygon uh, yeah. vertices out. And it makes it just seem thing. like yeah. I'm just playing a test build or something. I think the whole lore with it is that you're kind of in a simulation so that you're okay. you're not actually in the real world you're in an actual kind of simulation of video game which is uh, which is a, a good way of disguising a lot of things as well because yeah. like, if they tried to make it realistic you'd be like oh my god this is shit yeah. but then people can be like oh yeah, dude it's, it's supposed to be like that because it's part of the law that, that's why they're so stupid because they're made like that in the simulation <laughs> oh, okay no it's not it's just okay. bad game design all right, so am I supposed to pick my top three right now? I guess I will. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, uh, let me have, let me see if there's anything you've missed. One second. I mean, I was gonna list. also talk about mods after that. I mean, I'm just looking at my list. Hang on. Uh, yeah. Okay, you can go. I'll, I'll allow it. Okay. All right. Well, so my number one would be Red Matter Two. Okay, that's good. My number two would be. Well, your number one would be Compound. My Compound, but. That's if it's. Why won't included. you allow it? I, I think you should allow it because I've been playing it for so long that that give I don't. Comp give I don't compound. Think it's, it's the game that's got forgotten because okay. it came out okay. so long ago. Okay. Give it your then, game. Then I'm going to do a top four. Compound's number one. Okay. Then Red Matter two. Yep. Which legit came out this year. Moss Book two yep. is number three, mm -hmm. and I'm going to give Wanderer number four. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Wanderer. Yeah, Wanderer. Wonder is not bad. I think I'm probably being too harsh on it. Maybe I should go back and finish it. Do you know when you get to a, a certain point in a game where it's just get, mind you, you're not like that. You get you get frustrated and still keep playing a game. Yeah, I'll you, keep. You, oh, I I will die a hundred times and keep playing. Yeah. You played what was that? Uh, oh God, what's that game with the tele built around teleport and then? And they was it a VR the, game? Yeah, this it started as a teleport only game and then they added stealth game. What the hell was it called? And there was a sequel. I can't remember. Uh, 
budget cuts too. Oh, budget cuts too. Yeah, I that beat budget game, cuts one and two. Yeah. Yeah, the second game got to a point where it's just I could not play anymore. It, it was, was so brutal. And you just kept going. Huh? I just kept, you kept going. doing it, and you finished the game. Yeah. Yeah. And I and kept. Another, usually, I keep trying a lot of times the same strategy until it. I could do it fifty times until it works. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. So I, I have. A, I have patience, but I do. Once I get past that point, I'm just like, okay, I'm done. And I'll never touch it again. That's what happened with me with Wanderer. Yeah. All right. So then 2022 VR mods. Am I doing uh, my top three? Yeah. I guess you should do that. Then I'll Game do, of the then year. we'll talk about mods. Yeah. Like mod I'll just quickly do mine. Yeah. My, right. my, my third top three, I'll go other way. So top three, third was Last Clockwinder. I wanted to give it to Hubris, but because of the pacing issues, I um, I just couldn't. I just had to give it because the clock, last clock wonder just felt like a more polished game. Like I say, it's ninety eight percent on Steam. It's it's a really beloved game. Uh, then my number two is Red Matter Two. I would have actually given that number one, but I just felt that the combat was let the game down, and some of the puzzles were a little bit copy paste. They were just the same puzzle, mm -hmm. slightly different. Mm -hmm. Whereas I thought the first game, the puzzles were more varied and more interesting personally i can't even remember the first game really there was just more diversity and like they had they were the same thing where you're turning cranks and stuff but i just found it much more creative mm -hmm. uh the second game was better overall though because it was longer it was more visually pleasing they did have the combat which did spice things up but the combat was obviously not as good as it could have been but yeah it's a great game though really good the combat didn't bother me much did it not no but I'm it wasn't not bad. I'm not, I mean, it didn't, it didn't ruin combat. the game. You're more into gunplay than I am. I just think if it's going to be there, then you want it to be satisfying. You want it to feel like you've got a powerful weapon. It was just again the irons that because you have to hit those specific spots. The iron sights on the gun wasn't good enough to be able to pick pick them off and stuff as what well. What frustrated so. me the most was getting past those laser sentry guns. I died a lot at some of those. I remember that. Like, there's oh, a part where the cave... you have cave, to avoid them. Yeah. yeah, you have to avoid them. And, like, there were some places where I just, like, I, I had to try so many times, like, different little routes to go to try to not get detected. Yeah. I kept getting... And they improved the movement as well, because the first game had... Uh, they had a like, jump pack thing, but you could only go, like, on a set path, and then you could speed it up or slow it down, whereas mm -hmm. this one, they had proper jump pack where you could actually fly up into the air and move around and stuff. I thought that was really cool. The, the environments were absolutely stunning. Yeah. Like when you go on the moons and stuff, you just stand there. It looked like Lone Echo, but somehow they got it running on a quest as well. It just looked incredible. Yeah. Yeah, really good game. Probably should be my number one, but I just, because it wasn't perfect and there were some little issues, I just had to knock it down. And then my number one is Moss Book 2, which I talked about recently, which is, I can't find a single thing wrong with this game. I think it's absolute masterpiece. It's the it's the first game, but better in every way. More weapons, more enemies, more variety, different environments. It's just they involve you more as a reader. You're doing more with your hands and stuff. It's just a brilliant game. And if you, yeah, I mean those three. If you buy any of those games, Wanderer, Compound, Moss Book Two, Red Matter Two, and The Last Clockwinder, I think you're gonna have a good, you know, multiple hours worth of VR gaming. I think I told you my only issue with Moss Book 2 is that I did the DLC for Moss 1, and a lot of that DLC felt like it was recycled into Moss Book 2. There were certain elements, yeah, uh, like the sword power-up and stuff, but I think still even with that, I felt like they'd added enough new stuff uh, to the second game. And the boss of, of the Moss DLC was in the second game, 
as one of the bosses. And I, yeah, I don't know, it just kind of. Was it? Yeah, I it was. I can't remember that. Yep. It was this like crab looking thing. I thought the boss fights were well done as well. I yeah. Oh, yeah. The well, fights. there was one where you fight like a knight guy. That one's crazy. Oh, with the big guy. Yeah, the and big guy. Like, you get on top of him and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was the boss fights were really well done. Yeah, everything was well done. Honestly, I, didn't, I, I just I didn't really like the final boss fight. Actually, did you not? No, no. Yeah, I mean we can't spoil it, but yeah, it was. I, I, I barely, I, I, I barely can even recall what it exactly the, was. The last boss fight wasn't. It was weird. It probably wasn't as epic as it could have been, and yeah. it it, it kind of was a bit short. But mm -hmm. I thought the run up to it and everything that level overall was. Yeah, really that good, level so. was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I think the overall ending was good, but the boss fight maybe wasn't as good as the best boss fight was. Like you say, the the big guy. So. Yeah. All right. Anyway. So 2022 mods I played. I think we played all the same mods probably. Uh. uh yeah. I mean, we played. Every, I mean, I played pretty much every decent mod yeah. that came like, out. So. Neon White, Pray for the Gods, Trombone Champ, The Stanley Parable, Ultra Deluxe, Half Life Two, Half Life One, Deep Rock Galactic, Left for Dead Two, and then. The, I think on January 1st is when the Resident Evil mods yeah, came out. Yeah, they came out in January, yeah. Then I played Cyberpunk 2077, which is a Luke Ross mod, and I played... Well, Horizon Zero Dawn, that doesn't count because I played that late December. I mean, that came out in late December, but I played yeah. it this year. Yeah. I spent a lot a lot of time in Horizon Zero Dawn, but it doesn't technically count. Hmm. Would you agree that... I don't, I don't know how it exactly to say it, but the Resident Evil mods are, are the mod of the year. I believe without a doubt, I mean... It's difficult because you're grouping four games yeah. in one. I mean, yeah. so it's kind of cheating. But yeah. even even if you just took one game, definitely. If you took eight or two or seven, yeah, it would still be my game VR mod of the year. And I thought they were all great games to play through. I mean, I mean, it was so it was such a treat to get all three, four of those games. Yeah, in a way, it feels like it was even longer ago. I don't know. It's weird, but yeah, it was it only you know within the last year. But I, I enjoyed playing those games so much, dude. It was absolutely incredible. Absolutely. Yeah. I think the that, one I enjoyed... They're the games that we... They're what we want. You know what I mean? That's what we're looking for. Definitely. The one I enjoyed the most, I think only because it was the newest to me, was 8. Just yeah. because it was the new... Like, I had never played 8. Whereas, you know, the others, I had already played most of them. Or, yeah, I'd already played you know. two... Uh, not flat with the Vorpex, but third mm -hmm. person. Yeah. So that, that did lose a bit of appeal because I... I mean, I played the de the two characters and I played the second character. So there were some differences. And when there were different parts of the story and stuff, I enjoyed it more. But I still think two is my favorite probably out of the th out of the four. And then seven's my second favorite. Yeah, I think seven is actually, uh, if you just compare them without taking into account, yeah, like how new one is to you. Yeah, I think seven is my favorite. And then, Seven was excellent. Really, and then really maybe, good. yeah, maybe two. Yeah. yeah. And then eight and then three. But I mean... Yeah. They're all good. I mean, when you play them in VR, it's worth playing all four of them. Yeah. They're really good. And, and the, I thought eight was eight had the best graphics by far, and mm -hmm. it was some of the moments were crazy. Uh, I felt some of the moments in eight were crazier than seven. Oh really? Yeah, just like just the the scale of the woman and and just uh -huh. some of the bosses and stuff. Yeah, I think seven. Seven's more psychotic. Seven more psychotic, more horror. I mean, yeah, I didn't think yeah. eight was scary apart from that one level. I thought seven was definitely had me on the edge more than yeah. eight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And seven and eight are both made to be first person. So they work better in VR. Yeah. Um, and to, you can yeah. obviously change. You've got that mod, ain't you? Like you tried that uh, smooth locomotion mod, 
which have a lot of people say yeah. is a must if you want to play the two and three. Yeah. But it still doesn't make it feel 100% like a, a native first person game. Yeah, it eliminates the head bob and all of that crap. Yeah. Um, so the next best mod I would say is Half-Life 2. I would say the best gameplay is Half-Life 2. Yeah. If you want just raw gameplay, you're not bothered about graphics or story or any of that stuff, I'd say that Half-Life 2 was the best VR game I played. Well, the best game I played in VR last year because it's just such a refreshing game to play. The speed of it, the jumping, the, the variety of the different enemies. It's just, I mean, Half-Life 2 is a great game. It is showing its age. I mean, there's no denying that it's look its age now, but the gameplay is just... I mean, for you as well, for someone who likes retro gaming, mm -hmm. that must have appealed to you more than Resident Evil games in terms of just raw gameplay. Uh, no, actually. Do you not think? Because I already beat Half-Life 2. I mean, just in terms times. of how the game plays. Just, the gameplay. just, just mm. Yeah, just the movement, the speed, the, the platforming and stuff like that. Mm, I don't think so. Because mm. that's... What did it, it came out maybe 2003? Maybe? Yeah. So the, 20 years there were a lot of things with the platforming and stuff that annoyed me where, where like, I wasn't making jumps that I wanted to make. And yeah, I don't know if it's because it was older. Um, I mean, it's an old school game. It definitely don't feel like a modern game. Uh, and obviously it has some slight issues with some things where you're trying to platform in in first person, which can be a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I enjoyed the gameplay more than Resident Evil games, but I enjoyed the Resident Evil games more overall as a package. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know. That's hard for me to figure out. And the other one I think I'll mention as well is Neon White, which I think is also an excellent... I know you haven't really got into that, but... Yeah, I didn't speed... get too into Neon White. I think you should try it again, but it's it's yeah. a speedrunning, uh, first-person kind of shooter. Not really a shooter. I don't even know what you could describe it as, but it's really... Fast paced, really good. Once you get into like rhythm with it and you're trying to beat times and stuff, it's really addictive. Definitely those three. Oh, and Left 4 well, Dead. Le for me, Dead. The, yeah, yeah, for me, the number three mod is Left 4 Dead 2. Yeah, that's yeah. true, actually. I'd have to put that in my three. So the top four wouldn't include Neon yeah. White. And uh, Deep, Rock, Deep Rock Galactic, that mod, I only tried it once and I don't think, I just can't get into the game. Itself. I still haven't tried it yet because I know it's not my sort of thing. But yeah, and Cyberpunk, uh, I can't get into that game either. And the performance yeah. wasn't good, but the game. I'll be honest. To me. I'm not going to play any more Luke Ross mods anymore. I've tried. Oh yeah, Spider Man. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, Spider Man mod just came out, and so what, what's the deal with this AER 2.0? Well, the AER is alternate eye rendering, which is basically the way that Luke Ross gets VR into these games. Is he can't. I mean, maybe you could if you spent enough time in it, but it, 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 the easiest way to mod VR into a non-VR game, which has got its own engine, like uh, its proprietary engine, is to do something called alternate eye rendering, which is where you render one frame in one eye and then you switch and you render the other frame in the other eye. So they're not at the same time. So it's flicking one eye, left eye, right mm -hmm. eye, left eye, right eye. And the problem with that is that if you can't achieve really high frame rate... Like 180, right? For 90. You need to get 180 frame yeah. rate to get 90 in the headset. Which, good luck. Yeah, I mean, the games he chooses, like Cyberpunk and uh, the Spider-Man game, they're just not... Even the best systems can't really get that. 
So you end up getting these things where you, as you're moving, like the camera pans around, you get this judder and like this. It's just horrible. It just doesn't feel good. It actually makes your eyes, your eyes hurt. And you also get things like ghosting around characters, which is nothing, which is like side effects to AR, uh, like artifacting. It's just, it just doesn't feel like a native VR game. But do you know what the 2.0 was supposed to change? It's, it's kind of like. Uh, a ASW where it's 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 um it's trying to generate an extra frame. So does it, it's, does it make it actually worse? I mean, I tried it with Spider Man. I mean, I maybe I ain't got the system for Spider Man. I've got an RTX 3080. My CPU is not the greatest. It's a Ryzen 3600, and that game's very CPU heavy. And I, I just I was getting like 40 frames per second in mm. the game, which in theory should be doubling up. With I don't really. I, Basically, it just didn't look great. And even without, even if, the thing is, even if it looks smooth, the visuals, I didn't like the way it looks. Like yeah. the, the 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 3D, the artifacting, the, it's not clear and sharp enough for me to enjoy it. So, I mean, I'm playing Spider-Man with uh, something called Super Depth 3D now, which is like a, a reshade thing, which adds a little bit of 3D, but it's not like proper VR yeah. 3D. But it's better than nothing. Are you playing it on a flat screen? No, I'm playing it oh. in virtual desktop. Oh, okay. So it's in. It's got, it's got some 3D to it, but it's not. It's not. It's like a last resort. If if there's a game I really want to play, I'll mm -hmm. do it as like a last resort to play it. And I really want to play Spider Man. I was waiting for this Loot Ross mod to come out so I could try it, and mm. I already knew I weren't going to enjoy it. So yeah, I'm not really into it. Yeah, is there any Loot Ross mod you've ever played for very long? I actually put a bit of time into Cyberpunk. Okay. Um, but the entire time, there was there's moments in Cyberpunk when you're in like a dark area, and everything's close up where it looks really good. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you noticed this, where it just looks really, really incredible, like some of the best visuals you'll see in VR. But if you're outside in the open world, it looks mm -hmm. like absolute shit. Mm. It looks blurry. If you're in light environments, then you really see that ghosting and those artifacting. Yeah, when I was out in the city, it did look shitty. Yeah. So it was it was like I was playing it because it's the only way I could do it. And I was enjoying these moments where I was like, when you up in front talking to these characters, like the NPCs are the most realistic looking I've seen in any mm -hmm. video game. So when you're in VR and they're literally like in front of you talking to you, and it was, you know, really impressive. But the problem was that the game is mostly that. I mean, most of my 10 hours that I played of it was literally walking somewhere and listening to, listening to someone talk. That's my problem with the game. I can't yeah, sit there listening to somebody talk to me. Yeah, Because it was an RP, as people say, it's an RPG where you basically, that's the whole thing. But if mm -hmm. that's what an RPG is, I'm, I'm not interested. Yeah. You just talk. I, I played 10 hours and I probably had like two hours of actual gameplay where you're actually, <laughs> you know, doing something fun. Uh, yeah. I kept being stuck in a car with somebody talking. I was like, I yeah. just want to get out of this fucking car. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I just gave up on it in the end because I didn't like the game. And I and the mods, again, the mod was like, it was just about playable for me to keep mm -hmm. going with it, but nah. I'm Did you ever it. try Horizon Zero Dawn with his mod? Yeah, I'd you... already played it with Vorpex. Oh, okay. So um, I tried jumping into it, and it's the same problems. It's, you know, it's not quite as sharp enough as I'd want it, or it's, you okay. know, it's just not quite there for me. And the other thing as well with these mods is where 
the cutscenes are completely broken. Yeah, um, definitely broken. Where I mean, Cyberpunk works better because the cutscenes were already in first person, so it all works. Mm -hmm. Whereas in Horizon Zero Dawn, you can just see broken shit everywhere, and it completely ruins the cutscenes. So. You you had the same thing in some of the Resident Evil games, but it weren't as bad as Zero, Horizon Zero Dawn. I found that worse. Yeah, um, I didn't care at all about that in Horizon. Yeah, Zero I mean Dawn. the gameplay is good and the game's good. Yeah. I know you played through the entire game and the like DLC. That. Yeah, mm. I haven't played the DLC actually, so maybe I should go back and do that. Hmm. It was hard. It was that's tough. the snow one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, the snow one. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the sequel coming to PC because the game's good and the world is beautiful. Like, it's really interesting. I like the dinosaur, robot dinosaurs and stuff. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's it. Do you want to say anything else? Talk about the upcoming at all? Yeah. I'll just quickly mention that um, this year we've obviously got a few things coming up. Nothing major yet. We've got a lot of stuff that may come or we don't know when it's going to come. The main three that I'm probably looking forward to uh walking dead saints and sinners chapter two which came out on the quest and is coming to pc and psvr2 sometime you've got february is that confirmed is it i think so okay that's good uh vertigo 2 which is the sequel to the first game which you want to play the remastered version of that which if you haven't played it i definitely recommend it that is coming in march i beat the original and the remastered versions i started playing the remastered but uh, the original, sorry, but um, yeah, it felt quite old and dated when I played it because I'd already played a bunch of other stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was glad when the remastered came out because that's actually really good. I think the original came out in December 2016. Yeah, that was like one of the early, early yeah. VR games. Yeah. And at the time, it was really good, but yeah. obviously now it's pretty shit. There's some parts that were really hard. It was one, yeah. there, was one, there was one boss in particular where it was, yeah, I had to repeat it many, I guess they, way more they times did. than you'd be willing. I guess they adjusted that for the, for yeah. the remaster. Yeah. 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 yeah, that looks... The, the second game looks like it's going to be absolutely nuts. Yeah. They've, they're taking the first game. Because the first game has some stunning... It's not visually like AAA or anything, but it's just... There's something about the world that they've built and the actual... The bosses and some of the scenarios you go in. Some of the... They always feel like you're doing something different or going somewhere new. Mm -hmm. uh, and they have like some real good variety. Like there's one section where you get shrunk down to this really small size and you, you, the same enemies are there, but they're absolutely huge. You're just like the size of an insect. It's, yeah. That's a really cool section. Yeah. And it looks like the, the sequel is going to do a lot of that stuff and there's going to be a lot of variety. So. Oh, yeah, and I, there's a new demo. He updated the demos. I forgot about that. Yeah, there's a demo for Vertical 2, but it's the same demo, but apparently it's got all the like quality of life improvements. Because mm -hmm. the, the earlier demo didn't have like full IK for their arms and stuff like that. So they've, if you want to see what Vertical 2 is going to feel like, you can play the demo. You didn't enjoy the demo. I didn't like it very much, yeah. I really enjoyed the demo. I thought it was okay. really good. So okay. I, I'm looking forward to the main game. The other one that... I mean, it's probably not even worth mentioning, but there's that behemoth, which is the same developers as Saints and Sinners 2. Yeah. This is their next game. We've not seen any gameplay footage yet. We saw a really cool-looking cinematic trailer. And this looks like it's going to be kind of Shadow of Colossus in VR. It looks I, really cool. I disagree completely about it looking cool. Yeah. I hate, capital H, Okay. hate Okay. cinematic... CGI trailers for, oh, games, I mean, for I, games. It does I, I, it does absolutely nothing for me. 
I'm looking at it as the mood, the, the atmosphere, the, what the game's going to be about. I don't, be I don't believe at. them at all. Like, well, I wouldn't normally, but the, no. they did such a good job with Saints and Sinners. It's, if it was any other studio, I'd be like, nah. But it's on Quest also, that. so that's the problem. Well, that's right. why we've got to wait and see. But they have got PSVR 2 coming, so they yeah, are going to want to make sure they do a really good version for that. So that's why I think it's going to be great. All I want to see is all I want to see is gameplay. But the game must be like not looking good right now because they don't want to show it. Well, it's yeah. still early. They're not going to do anything yet. But yeah, I mean, I, I think if they can pull it off with a scale of some of the enemies in that plus sections where you fight because i love the melee combat in walking dead saints and sinners yeah that's a game where they've taken like the boneworks physics type of stuff but they've just focused on the best parts of it and they've really fine-tuned it and polished it and it just feels really good to swing an axe and stick it in a, a zombie's head off get a knife in there and get it stuck and have to yank it out have you heard about all of the issues with chapter two on quest yeah it sounds like they've rushed it for holiday release and it's having a lot of problems but the good news is that all those issues will get patched and sorted for the pc so yeah because the pc version of saints and sinners came out first and that mm -hmm. has some problems like they had didn't have full room scale you couldn't even crouch in the actual game well, the quest one like much bigger issues like constantly crashing and game like where it's not even playable like people couldn't even play the game yeah issues like that good let them fuckers have it first <laughs> and then we get it for a change yeah. We we normally have to have all teething problems and get that sorted so they can have all that and we get the best version. So yeah, exactly. I'm fine with that. So yeah, I mean there were a few a bunch of other games, but we haven't got any sort of release dates for those, so there's no point in talking. If you about want to hear about those, go see Alex's uh, thirty games in twenty twenty three video. Yeah, there's at, a full list. Yeah, at some Virtual of them, Insider. Some of them are probably a stretch that probably aren't gonna come out this year. Um but yeah. there's still plenty of stuff. I think this I think this year's gonna be great. We've got PSVR two coming out next month. Uh, you know, we've oh they've just announced GTA Seven. Yeah, GT Seven. Oh, yeah. GT. Yeah. What did I say? GT. You said G GTA. Grand, so. Yeah, Grand. No, they haven't. They haven't announced GTA Seven. That'd be fucking weird. Yeah. They haven't got to the six yet. No, yeah. Gran Turismo Seven is now getting VR support. Yeah. On launch as well as a free yeah, upgrade. Yeah. So you've got the Horizon game and Gran Turismo now. So that's two games I want to play. Yeah. They just need to get me in probably another three or four, and I might even get a PlayStation VR. Hmm. Yeah, I never tried, I think, the other Gran Turismo for PSVR. I never even tried it. There's not much point if you had a PC because that was just yeah. like a little slip, sliver of the yeah. game. Yeah. Whereas on PC, you could play fully fleshed out simulators and with yeah. a wheel and stuff. So. Yeah. Anyway, that was a good long episode. Yeah. I've, I enjoyed it. I've run out of things to say. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you got this far. Oh, uh, you should mention YouTube. Oh, yeah. I made a YouTube channel for this podcast, and uh, I think I'm going to dump all of the old episodes up there and start posting the new ones there, too. For and, those who want to mm, use that, I mean, I don't know if yeah. there's any benefit. Of well, then they could, they could comment and tell us, yeah, we're, you could tell leave us a, we're assholes. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you want to comment, because there's no way for people to comment on the videos through... Like these stream, like these like Spotify and stuff, mm -hmm. and we want to know what people think. So, if you even if you listen to it or something else, go onto YouTube if you want to leave a comment and just let us know what you think. Whether you think we need to improve on anything, if you think that Justin's a dickhead, mm -hmm. whatever you want, you know. If you're a VR groupie, feel free. Yeah, I don't I think, think any exist, but you know, whatever. If there's hot females listening, yeah, highly Justin's doubt it. available. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. All right. I think that's it. All right. All right. Bye, everybody. All right. See ya.